0: Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello, and welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast with me, Mark Fitzgerald. And today we're gonna to talk about is rent-to-rent Subletting. So I hear this all the time rent to rent, subletting, blah, 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 blah. Let me just get one thing clear. And I have done a short video on this before, but let me just get one thing clear rent to rent is not subletting. Subletting, yeah, is when you go and you rent a property from a landlord on an AST agreement, and then you don't actually live in that property, you rent it to another person and put them on an AST agreement as well. That is subletting and that is illegal, okay? that is not what we do when we set ourselves up and we do rent to rent. When we do rent to rent, we are a business. Whether you are a limited company or a sole trader, we are a business, okay? And we do what I say is a business to business agreement. The landlord who owns the property themselves is a business. They're they're letting out properties, they're managing something, they're running something, they're acting as a business, a business that houses tenants or holiday makers, but it's a business nevertheless. So you make sure that you use the right agreements for the right circumstances and situation. In a rent-to-rent business, which predominantly if you're doing HMOs or even if you're doing service accommodations, you wanna be using lease agreements and management agreements. You wanna be using, obviously, the right contracts for the right strategy. Now in HMOs, you'll be using a management agreement or a lease agreement. A management agreement is very much like a letting agent uses. And of course, nobody's ever said to a letting agent, you're subletting. No. So then why should they say it to us? That's just people that don't know what they're talking about and that are uneducated. Or or rather than giving people like that a hard time, maybe they have just got caught up with the wrong sort of people trying to do rent to rent. They don't know what they're doing. And there's a lot of that going about. So sometimes people have a bad experience with other people. And potentially that could be why they think it's subletting because they try to do it with an AST. A, a lease agreement is very much like a management agreement in terms, but uh, you can do lease agreements fundamentally more because it's more of a commercial agreement. So you can do that with landlords that don't have mortgages. Uh, and you can also you can do it if the mortgage terms say you can. Nearly all mortgage terms, I'm going to say nearly because maybe not everything does and somebody might know of a mortgage term that didn't have it, but I've never come across a mortgage term that said you couldn't do a management agreement. Okay. Now, if you're doing SA and stuff like that, you need to look at the mortgages and things and see what the terms are in that mortgage because they may need to look to add something to their mortgage terms or put the right things in place to be able to do it as a holiday let because then it is classed as a business So it is more on the lines of leasing. But if you're doing HMOs and you want to just do a management agreement every time you can do, you've just got to be careful that when you hit the threshold of £85,000 profit, you will need to be VAT registered, but not so much if you have a lease agreement in place. Okay, That's a nice place to be. So don't worry about it if you're just starting out. But when you get there, seek the right financial advice. I am not a financial advisor and I am not advising you on anything here. I am just talking about my own circumstances and what goes on in my business. I'm not FCA regulated. So please go out there and speak to the right tax and financial advisors to get this information as and when you need it. Of course, you don't necessarily need it now if you haven't even got a deal or if you've only got a handful. Okay, it's when you start getting that threshold. So I would say if you're up there and you're around a 60, 70 thousand pound mark, get that advice. And look at when you're gonna to need to be registered if you're looking to grow and get bigger. And that's another question where you need to really ask yourself if I'm getting close to that threshold, and all of a sudden, you know, VAT is gonna be here, you might have to take on a few more deals just to cover the VAT that you're gonna be paying. So all of a sudden, Bigger doesn't always mean better. Sometimes I've known people and myself included in that is to just keep it under the VAT threshold so that I don't have to over exert myself. I don't need loads more properties for no more profit, loads more hassle for no, for, for no profit at the end of the day. And then if you are looking at being VAT, then you want to go boom. You want to sort of double in size and that sort of thing. But again, see what's right for you. I haven't built a business per se, to run around like a headless chicken. I've built a business to offer a good service and to be able to give my lifetime freedom and a lifestyle that I want to enjoy. So make sure that you're in it for the right reasons. But definitely, we are not subletting as long as we are professional and we are using the right contracts. So again, if you're ever looking at doing this and a landlord says, what contract do you use? I would always say a management agreement or a lease agreement, but what are the terms on your mortgage? They may say, well, management agreements, fine. Just do it then. Just do it with a management agreement. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really hurt anything. But as I say, this is is a business-to-business agreement, which is why you shouldn't be paying deposits because you're not a tenant. Yes, the landlord may think you're a tenant or the chief tenant or you're acting as a chief tenant, but you are not a tenant, okay? They do not have to take you to court to evict you, so to speak, like they would a tenant on an AST. In which case, then, if you don't pay your guaranteed rent or you break any terms in your management agreement or lease agreement, you none and void the contract. And in simple terms, it really does mean that the landlord is within their rights because you've broken the contract, you have no hold on it, you're not even living there, so you can't say that you're living there or have any rights there as well. The landlord is in their rights to be able to go back into the property, change the locks and basically say that you're not coming back in if you do it's trespassing, okay? That's why you don't need to pay deposits. OK, so I see a lot of people paying deposits, uh, tying up large sums of money. I've never paid a deposit. And I teach my students how not to as well. Now, if it's a real game changer, deal breaker, and you think to yourself, I can pay it. That's fine. Do what's right for you. But it's never been right for me to pay deposits or anything like that. You need to structure the deals in such a way that maybe you can get them to forget about the deposits. I show my students how to do that on the rent to rent Business Builder Program because we don't want to be spending out on massive refurbs or on deposits when we're starting out. We wanna be trying bringing in maximum cash flow. Yeah, you can paint and decorate a few rooms and stuff like that and sort the property out, maybe put some new furniture in it, but you don't wanna be paying on massive refurbs. If it came to that, I would be getting the landlords to pay it and I show my students how to be able to negotiate that in such a way. So they're not paying refurbs, they're not paying deposits, in which case, you can get started with the rent to rent strategy for as little as really a couple of hundred quid to a grand, okay? People that are out there at the moment that are are saying that you need, you know, five, six, seven, eight thousand pounds to start. It depends on the strategy. If you're looking at doing holiday lets. Yeah, you might need to, you know, you might need to spruce a place up. You might need to replace all the furniture if it has furniture in any of the properties. Again, with HMOs, if you need to replace the furniture. Yes, that could be a few grand that you need to spend, but you don't necessarily need it all in one lump sum. I know a way that if you've got the right deals and they cash flow and you know what you're doing, there are people out there that will finance your furniture and they will just take a little bit of money off of your profit, so to speak. You will pay them basically as you would if you were leasing a car. So you would lease the furniture and then you would pay them a set amount each month, which could come from your profits. So it's not coming out of your pocket or anything, it's just a business expense. And once it's paid back, then you don't have to pay that anymore, you've got even more profit. So there's loads of different ways you can structure these things. So I hope this podcast episode has cleaned this up for you because I hear this all the time. It's subletting, it's subletting. It's not because we do it the right way. If you don't set yourself up for success, then you may very well end up doing some subletting and not even knowing it because you don't know what you're doing. That is why I always recommend that you get yourself educated. So please feel free to visit www.thepropertyunleash.com and pick up my 10 step to rent to rent guide that'll make sure that you set yourself up for success it's a free guide that you can download and you will make sure that you are not subletting in any way shape or form so please join me again on thursday for another exciting episode and i look forward to you joining me then you take care of yourself and bye for now Thank you for listening guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and share the podcast with others. And if you could take a minute to leave the show a review, that would really mean a lot to me as well. Lastly, why not head over to the Property Unleashed Facebook group? And if you do, I'll see you there. Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.